if you don't have self-discipline, then you can't, self-discipline is how you build yourself up as a person. If you don't have self-discipline, every time you get something good, you're always just gonna mess it up somehow. Hello, welcome back. This is James Cox with the Martial Arts Lifestyle. Leadership, leadership is the topic today. You know, I saw a study that about 30% of leaders are genetic, which means they're naturally born that way. And then about 70% are learned and developed. Well, we have a program at our martial arts schools called the Leadership Program. And today with me, I'm honored to have some very special members of our Leadership Program. I think we're 10 weeks in this, which means we meet once a week for one hour and we talk about leadership we talk about instructor training we have fun we it's educating entertaining and all those things like that and i want these guys to kind of tell you some things that they've learned from premier martial arts from the leadership course from assisting with the classes and things there and samantha there's a lot of girls here so you know silly teen preteen girls but we have adult samantha here so what what, what do you have to say <laughs> yeah so i actually cultivated a lot of my leadership skills doing volunteer work at my church and i chose to become more involved here because i saw that there was a lot of opportunity for me to learn to put myself out there and kind of get out of my comfort zone a little um i've learned quite a bit there's a lot that kind of goes into leadership so but one thing i learned the most or that I keep coming back to is how we're always students even when we're being leaders to others. Right. Yeah. So a couple weekends ago, I know we went over um, why students quit and a lot of it just has to do with fear, whether that's like fear of um, being embarrassed in front of others. You know, we kind of have a tendency to compare ourselves to other people and that in itself is scary because when we're on the floor, we're like comparing ourselves to people of all belt ranks, like black belts, red twos, red threes, brown belts. And I'm just a measly little green belt, you know? <laughs> so it's hard not to compare yourself to people with like years and years of experience, but it's something we need to overcome as students and also as leaders. Um, because no matter what we're doing as leaders, we're educating people. We're always um, being a role model or we're literally teaching other people. And that's kind of intimidating to me because, you know, we're like shaping people's ideas of what an institute is like or what life is like. And like literally one wrong word can mess up someone's entire idea of something that could be so great for them. So that kind of is something that I keep in mind a lot because I want people to have the most positive experience in everything. I want them to go into it with an open mind and kind of get to know it for themselves before they make a like life altering decision on something. Mm -hmm. So, um, Wherever I go, I'm trying to put myself out there. I'm trying to be a good role model for people because I think that's the best way to teach people is to be a role model. So that way um, they can kind of learn from their own experiences as well as my own. And so whenever we did the national anthem at the graduation, or I did the national mm -hmm. anthem, I was like super scared. That was the first time like I had ever sung the national you were that anthem. Nervous? Yeah. yeah, and I had done solos before, but it was like kind of scary because the national anthem's hard right. and I'm used to singing in like a group of people. So if I mess up, it's fine because everybody else could just cover me. But yeah. no, that was yeah, probably over a thousand people watching. Yeah. Well, that was <laughs> that's great. I didn't know that, but that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was kind of scary, but I wanted to put myself out there because um, I thought it would be a good experience for me to grow. And I really just wanted to kind of learn from that and, you know, come yeah. overcome that fear a little more. 
Oh, so. that's that's awesome, Samantha. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. So you you were able to kind of almost cross over like uh, what you've learned from being a leader and and leading things in your church community, and then coming into a martial arts school and yes. putting yourself out there, facing the fears. You know, is this kind of the thing that we need to do? And yeah, understanding not to compare yourself as well as perfection is is not necessary. The, the goal, it's, it's being your best version of yourself at that time. I mean, hey, I mess up and say all the wrong words at times and this <laughs> and that, but the, the, the content and, you know, the passion and, and the desire and what I want to do and what I want to accomplish. But you do have to be careful what you say and how you say it, mm -hmm. you know, especially today. I mean, because so many things can be uh, misunderstood, you know, taken wrong. But oh, awesome. Sure. Well, you're doing a great job, and I really appreciate you. Thanks. We got Miss Madison. You want to come on up and tell us some of uh, what you learned? One, two, three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't need your thanks. Help. <laughs> so appreciate you. All right, Madison, what do you have for us? Okay. Well, I originally came here a lot later than everyone else. I actually transferred here from a Krav Maga studio, so I didn't join as a white belt like everyone else which is very weird, that first graduation for me. But something that I found important when doing leadership was communication and how important it is out in the real world, and I don't think enough people really realize that. That's true. Especially since communication can help with so many things like, like awareness, good body language, eye contact. It's very helpful with a lot of things, and a lot of people again don't really realize that or put it out there mm -hmm. so I just think it's important that when doing this how we realize like the three like appropriate touches the corrections basically all of that mm -hmm. so you've learned a lot of these things mm -hmm. through the course in just 10 weeks you know? and I know I wasn't the best with communication either when I first joined hey but you're getting better and that's slowly, that's the point. slowly but yeah. surely. Although I still have that lovely personality. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do, but you're definitely getting better. And you came as an already very skilled advanced martial artist, stepping in and having to adjust and, you know, reintroduce yourself to something slightly different. But you've done great, and you're a strong part of our team and our culture and the leadership there. You know, the things that you said are correct, man. It's it's not just communicating with with the students here, but it's to help you be better in your life and relationships and at home and with family and with friends in school eventually with jobs and careers and paying that forward and passing it down so great job girl keep it up z z zaire is that how you say that ah, yes zaire? it is yeah, it's always z to us so what you have for us young lady okay so originally i was going to talk about attitude but i had to change the plans last minute and i decided to talk about self-discipline okay because self-discipline, most people think of it as a serious yes, or military style thing, but it's not really that. It's more like being able to have control over yourself and be aware of other people, other objects, other things, and not being rude or obnoxious. Because when I first joined martial arts, I was wild, crazy, braggadocious. <laughs> I still am wild and crazy, just not as crazy. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I, I was loud, I was rude, I was obnoxious, but when I went to martial arts, one of the first things we were working on was self-discipline, and my mom was like, oh, you need some of that, and I was mm. like, whatever, man, <laughs> and then we started working on it, and it was kind of a turning point for me, because you were talking about like genetic leaders, like it's born into their, their DNA or whatever, 30% of people, and mm -hmm. I feel like 
I was born as a leader, but yeah, I see that I was leading people in the wrong direction mm. to be disruptive and rude and not listen. And then since I joined Premier, I've kind of been more aware of I've been thinking of other people first. I've been thinking of what to say and how to say it. And it's just led me to be a better person. I feel happier. I feel more relaxed. I'm not anxious. I'm not biting my nails, tapping mm. my foot. And it's I have a better relationship with my family, especially with my mom. That's I don't get awesome. into arguments with her. And um <clears throat> it's just made me an overall better person because mm -hmm. self-discipline is something all of us should have because if you don't have self-discipline, then you can't self-discipline is how you build yourself up as a person. If you don't have self-discipline, every time you get something good, you're always just going to mess it up somehow. And so if you have self-discipline, you can keep that going. Like, you clean your room once a day. Cool. And I'll clean your room tomorrow and then again yeah. and again and again and again. And it becomes easier the more mm -hmm. you do it. But if you just actively choose not to do it, then you're just making things worse for yourself. Yeah. That's great. That's great. That's awesome. You know, there are different types of leaders, right? So you were uh, maybe not... Uh, leading for the most positive things and now and now you see the difference and you remember our early lessons of self-discipline something that was said you know and how was it said or worded I don't know but enough for her to remember it years later because you guys have all been here for for years you're advanced martial artists and um, habits right so you form the right habits of doing the right things if it's something little that just yeah. becomes a I was told a it takes about three weeks to break a bad habit and a week to make a new good habit so yeah. It's a four-week process. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I like that. Awesome, Z. Well, good job. Congrats. And we have Miss Natalie with us here today. So, same type question. I mean, what, what have you kind of learned or taken away from the course as well as, uh, you know, coming into the martial arts? Uh, when I joined, I noticed that I wasn't as confident. And I kept comparing myself to higher rank, uh, rank belts of mm -hmm. me. And that's when I realized that I should probably not be here. And then months later, when I realized that I started becoming more better at it, and I started becoming more confident in myself, I noticed that I had more of a non-quitting attitude. Mm. And when you don't, like, just because you don't like something the first time, doesn't mean that you have to stop that first time. Keep going to see if you like it, and then you could stop quitting when you don't like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so at first you weren't sure if you wanted to even do this, right? But then you yeah. saw some of the results some of the benefits, some of the reason, mm -hmm. and like your deeper why of why you wanted to do it and what did you want to get out of it? Yeah, yeah I noticed that I wasn't as confident of myself as I am now mm -hmm. when I first joined because I was very nervous to start something new because I've never done it before. And then I noticed that more as I started making friends and mm -hmm. I started meeting new people, I became more confident in myself and I became more confident in the things I was doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's powerful. And that's powerful in that you've done it and it's going to continue to grow and that also others can do it that, you know anything is possible there you know we talk a lot about those characters if it's confidence or focus or discipline that those characters are almost like uh, physical things like strength if you want a muscle to grow you work it out it gets bigger or you want your confidence to grow your discipline your focus you work it you learn you improve and it grows as well so, all right, great job, young lady. Who do we have next? Last but not least, Andrew. Andrew, you're hiding over there behind me. So what do you have to say, young man? So 
how I joined PMA was a weird situation. It was back when you were doing like free trials. Somebody could buy you a free trial for a month. Mm -hmm. And my sister, who had been here for about a year, had got me one for one Christmas, but it was also during the time of a move. So she lost it and found it a year later. Oh, but really? You, but you guys decided to honor it anyway. Oh, how nice of us. Yep. Yeah. And then I started and instantly fell in love with it. Because yeah. when I first started, well, before I started, I was a very shy and awkward kid growing up. And I was always very, I didn't want to go in public places because I always felt like everyone was staring at me. And I was always very quiet because I didn't want to give them a reason to stare. Then after joining PMA, I started getting punched in the face regularly. <laughs> she started sparring. Yeah, okay. So I, after I joined PMA, I got more confident, more outgoing, more sociable. And it's not because I have this strange idea that I can beat most strangers in a fight. It's because I'm constantly pushing myself to my limit. And after getting punched in the face regularly and for some reason enjoying it, people, strangers staring at you doesn't seem like a big deal okay that, that makes good sense yeah yeah that's okay. all i got so you went through some of like that exaggerated training you know sparring and you sparred with some of our professional fighters and people like that because you were coming to all the classes kickboxing and jujitsu and everything so sometimes it was hard training i mean you didn't really you never really got hurt but you did um you know it's contact sparring right and those struggles and challenges made it easier for you to face those other things that you thought were hard. You thought it was a big, difficult thing to be in public talking to strangers. Whereas that, you know, I'm used to getting punches, so that's not a big deal, right? I see what you're saying. Okay, awesome. All right, well, thank you, sir. And all these guys are good students, man. Don't let them fool you. I mean, they're, they're tough. They can fight. They can protect themselves. But even more than the self-defense, the fitness, the fighting skills, we want to build a martial arts from the inside out. We say from A to Z so that it's complete. And it's about the personal development, you know. We're a martial arts academy that wants to focus on personal development. Uh, in these 10 weeks, I think it's been so far, so we're talking 10 hours of we're doing some uh, lectures, we're setting some videos, we're getting out and doing some drills, we've done some assignments on different ways of you know, being a better leader as well as tying into being an, an assistant. Every one of you guys come to the classes and, and you help teach, you help the instructors assist, you help with special events. You know, we have our birthday parties, our parents out out parties, our vendor booths that we're doing at events. And, you know, because you guys have had training, uh, I trust your ability, you know, to be out there and represent Premier. You're kind of like those uh, poster boys and girls of the arts uh, yeah. <laughs> so tell me quickly uh, one at a time if you thought about a takeaway it's like when you do a seminar or a course or a class at the end of it what do you really remember that's something valuable that you can have and you can utilize to help you not only in the martial arts school but in life so from the course uh, I'll start with you again Samantha what's a, a strong takeaway that you may have um, well like I was saying earlier uh, I've heard this many times before but I, it kind of got drilled into me a little more here that when we are coming in to help the kids out on the mat or whether like we're instructing, being role models, whatever it is we're doing, we kind of leave whatever is going on in our life at the front doors mm. and bring the best <clears throat> versions of ourselves in onto the floor so that the kids can benefit and have that positive experience with us as they're learning. Because if we're in here like dragging our little clouds around, the kids are gonna feel that, they're gonna sense that like people mirror each other. 
And so it's important that we show the best version of ourselves so we can bring out the best version of other people's personalities. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it's, it's good to let them have an open mind, a good experience, learning something that we want them to love just as much as we do. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's a great point. Uh, I've, I've told my employees that often, man, because we're all human and we go through things, yeah. you know, and, and that like attracts like. And if you come in here carrying that negative energy or the struggle or whatever challenge you have in your life, then you're just, you can see it, you can hear it, you can feel it. And you're just not able to teach the best that you can be. It's like you might be going through something, but you got 25 kids staring at you. <laughs> and it's not it's not their fault what you're going through yeah. so your job is to stay passionate about what you need to do there and that's to teach quality martial arts to be obsessed you know myself my staff I mean we want to be obsessed with what we're doing on that map because sometimes that 30 minute that one hour class is the best part of their day and um, it's really being involved so leaving your problems on the outside right yeah, yeah. and it's it's something we all do just as people like it's hard to leave your life outside of something mm -hmm. and bring the best like it's it's just something that's really hard and that's why i found it so um i don't want to that's why i remembered it so well i guess yeah yeah, yeah. right right no i know what you're saying yeah i heard it explained to me like you when you go to work or i guess anywhere where you want to show up you want to be 100 mm -hmm. percent. you put all your problems like in this brown paper bag and you you put it at the door before on the outside you come in <laughs> yeah. and do your thing now you be sure you pick it up before uh -huh. you leave because now you got to go handle it you right. know right yeah but Never again, it's too. not their fault, man. I mean, I've gone through a lot of things, but when I come and teach class, I got to do a quick meditation, if you will. <sighs> and it's showtime. <laughs> Let's go. Because yeah. that, that, those problems are not their problems. Good. Oh, that's a good takeaway. Nice job. What about you, Miss Madison? Oh, how am I going to beat that? That was good. That was good. <laughs> Tough act to follow. Just, <laughs> You're just be bad. real. What, what worked for you? <laughs> what do you have you taken away? Uh, I feel like a great takeaway from this, for me personally was like keeping it like my calm and like learning how to communicate better with other people, especially since like recently I lost someone very close to me. And after losing her, I realized like a big difference in yeah. myself, mm -hmm. which sa it's sad it took that for me to realize it. But. You know, but that happens a lot, Madison, and I'm sorry for your loss, but you know, we realized that, you know, life is short and um, you know, yeah, not to have any regrets and to live it to your mm -hmm. fullest because you never know when and if something could happen, right? But it did make me realize about like how important it is to like, communicate with others and yeah. the impact it can have on other people. Mm -hmm. Smile at people. Tell them that you care. Show them that you care, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. A bit of tough love, though, can be. is okay. She, she's all about some tough <laughs> yeah. love. Um, Madison's answer to everything is tough. Be mean. But hit him harder. Okay. Hey, that's what happens when you main and crawl. I guess so. I guess so. Okay, Miss Madison, thank you. And Z, what do you have for my us? Turn. Sorry, my legs hurt from standing. Okay. Um, I think my biggest takeaway was, as again, back to self discipline. And I think people hear self discipline so much, it just goes. One uh -huh. or the other, but I think the biggest thing from self-discipline I take away is um, being the educator part of it. Like you're not just gonna yell at somebody, "Go do this," you know. You're gonna ask them nicely to do it, and when they do do it, they're not just gonna be like, "Oh, okay, whatever." Because if you yell at them, they're just gonna say, "Oh, okay, fine. I guess I'll do it." But if you say, "Hey, can you please go do this for me?" They'll be like, oh, "Okay, sure," since you asked nicely. 
Because, I mean, that's what you do with your friends, you know? You say, can you please go do this for me? And they'll be like, oh, okay, I'll do it because you asked so nicely. Mm-hmm. And the, that, the educator part is when you do something, don't just do it. Like, don't know what you're doing. Don't just go into it blindly. Know what you're doing. And understand. Know how yeah. you're going to do it. Have a plan for it. Because, like you taught us the six Ps, prior proper Prior proper planning prevents poor performance. If you plan what you're going to do, then it should work soundly, more or less. Mm-hmm. There could be a few hiccups, but if you just go into it blindly, there's going to be a lot of mistakes, a lot of miscommunications, a lot of mess-ups, and that could really do some damage. But if you if you plan it, then it should go well. And that goes back to self-discipline. You know, you have to have enough discipline to be like, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is when I'm going to do it. I'm not going to make any excuses to not do it. That's right. Yeah, very good. Yeah. And educators, so you, 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 you don't just teach, but you show. You make sure that they understand. You, uh, yeah, they know why, the reasons and all of that. Yeah, that's good. We used to say things. I don't want it to sound like I'm talking bad about an aerobics instructor because, you know, they're awesome and they're very necessary. But we used to say be a martial arts instructor and not like an aerobics instructor in a way that, you really want to teach and educate them. You're not just, you know, breaking a sweat and getting those exercises, but you want to understand why. Why do you block this way? And the concepts and philosophies, the principles, well, if you do this, you have more power. And the reason we bend the knees or rotate the hip or exhale at the right point and so the details of it. Yeah. Plans, you know, yeah, have a lesson plan. I mean, just go on the mat. Okay, I'm going to teach karate today. Well, what are you going to teach? Well, do you have a lesson plan? You know, do you have a morning routine? Do you have, you know, your day planned out, your week, your month, your year maybe? So plans are good, yeah, mm-hmm. to kind of help. All right, that's what I'm talking about. And where am I? Natalie. <laughs> so one of the takeaways that I took from the program is one with Z is the self-discipline part. I noticed that one sentence stuck with me was that self-discipline is the key to success and without it you cannot succeed and that really stuck with me because I've noticed that I don't have that much self-discipline in myself other than the rest of us in the program Mm -hmm. but I've noticed that it's getting better over time and I've noticed that when I was in the program the leadership it was more confident in myself Mm -hmm. with the self-discipline and when we were learning and all that yeah I've, I've seen the improvement and it's just going to get better just stay with it you know keep progressing forward it's like the belt ranks are like a ladder where you start at the bottom you take one step at a time mm-hmm. you just take one step at a time and you just keep growing even when you get to the top it's not really the top you just keep growing or you re-understand you know you empty the cup and refill it um you know uh what is a black belt, a white belt that never quit, right? Yeah. So you just kind of continue on that journey and uh, making yourself do the things you know you need to do and just doing them, right? mm-hmm. procrastinating, putting them off. That's that's good stuff. Okay, all right. Andrew, are you hiding behind me again? Andrew. He's too scared. How do you feel <laughs> with all these girls, huh? Yeah, yeah. Some so are sillier brilliant. than others. But, yeah. <laughs> I live with two women, so. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm used to being surrounded by estrogen. (laughs) What's wrong with estrogen? I I have five older sisters. Be careful, Andrew. Yeah, but you do need to be careful. Okay, let's change that subject and tell us what you've learned from leadership. (laughs) Probably one of my biggest takeaways is lead by example, especially when you're in charge of teaching children and adults. It's very easy to say something like you should be self-controlled, but it's hard to do it, especially if somebody takes your parking spot. You just 
want to do a flying arbor on the dude. It's, <laughs> it's just how it works. Yeah, right, right. But that's, that's common. Someone takes your parking spot. They deserve a flying arm bar, but you don't do it. You're restrained. Especially if they don't say sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, Andrew. It's easy to say it, hard to do it. it if you're telling your students that they should be self-controlled, that they should show discipline and respect, you should show discipline and respect and self-control. If you're telling them to be respectful to your parents, you should be respectful to your boss or your coworkers. If you're telling them to be disciplined, you should eat healthier, you should work out harder. It's easier to say it instead of doing it, but most of the time when you have to work with students, it's good to actually do it so that they can actually see the benefits of what you're mm -hmm. doing. Yeah, 100%, man. Lead by example. And it's not always easy, and you're still going to make mistakes, but you know, it's okay to be real, but also to be that example and practice what you preach, right? Exactly what you're saying. Even in the physical techniques, you know, uh, when, when we teach, when we do our cycle of instruction, we pre frame it and we always next. What do we do after we pre frame? We demonstrate. We, demonstrate. we want to show them how it looks, right? Yeah, and then, um, you know, so we're leading by example like that, you know? Yeah being uh, fit and being strong and just being the best that you can be, kind of what you want to expect from them. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah. Yeah, good, good, <laughs> yeah. all right, anything <laughs> else? Uh, no. Okay, all right, all right. Train of thought. Go back to over here with the ladies. Uh, <laughs> you guys have any other comments, questions? Y'all can kind of all come in here. You know, it's been a pleasure working with y'all. Y'all either make me laugh or cry. Um, I think you do bite Madison because you punch pretty hard. I don't yeah. even want to know what you're I, I could see her biting. Yeah. 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 Really I would never. And I have I Natalie over here stepping up and going. Yeah, stepping <laughs> on your feet. And, um, well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, this was a wonderful episode. Y'all stay with us and follow our YouTube channel, James Cox Martial Arts. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>